0: live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. David Essel Live, America's positive radio talk show. Celebrating 21 years in talk radio. Helping you to overcome blocks, to make better decisions, to live the life you've always wanted to live. That has been our goal, our motto, our dream to help Americans do just that for 21 years. You're listening to us, of course, On XM Satellite Radio Channel 168, we are streaming worldwide at talkdavid.com. If you have friends that could benefit from an uplifting, powerful, positive show, and if they don't have XM yet, let them know that they can listen to us online at talkdavid.com. We are proud to be part of the Premier Radio Network as well, 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255 one 800 You know, just at the end of last hour, I was mentioning, and I just want to remind you of this. This is so important. A lot of times we get stuck in life thinking that I'm too far in debt to ever make or save money. I'm too far overweight to lose the weight I need to lose. Um, we've had way too many arguments to try to save this relationship, or I haven't been on a spiritual path in years. I don't even know where to start. I guess I'll just let it go we have these thoughts that it's too late. You know, it's too late to live that life of passion and joy to write the book, to do the work I've always wanted to do, to volunteer, whatever it is. And on our show, one of the things that we want to remind you is, the correct answer is that it is never too late. It really, truly isn't. And all the guests that we have on that are rocking your world with the latest information on how to be healthier and happier and have better relationships and more money and you name it, we do it for a purpose because it is never too late. The change you make today, the small change in your diet or the supplements that you take or the, the way you treat your partner, the way you treat money, the way you start drinking less, the way, whatever it is, those small steps, they do add up and they do make a huge difference. 12 months from now, oh my Lord, gang. I'm going to get off on a tangent here. I cannot tell you how many clients in the last 30 years I've worked with where that 12 months from the day that we started working together, their life was radically changed. You know, for the first time in their life, they were financially independent, out of debt. For the ter- first time in their life, they were of normal weight. Of the first time in their life, you know, they were sleeping great. For the first time in their life, they weren't hooked on an addiction to food or sex or gambling or or, or smoking or alcohol in other words in 12 months and so then sometimes people go oh yeah but you have to work so hard for 12 months but look at if you could know today and i guarantee this is true that if you got on a really powerful path of healing and 12 months from now your life could be radically different and let's say you live on the average of 77 years right Wouldn't it be worth committing, starting right now, to that 12-month program? So however many years you have left, if you have 20 left, 10. If you have 50 years left, however old you are, that those years would rock, right? Those years would just absolutely rock. It'd be worth it. But there's no sense in waiting. This is it. 1-800-548-8255. Hey, my guest right now, I don't know if he's going to remember this, but Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum... He was on David Essel Live. He was a guest of mine several times in the 90s. It's been forever since I've had this guy back on the show, and I'm very excited, as you can tell, to have him on his newest book, Real Cause, Real Cure, the nine root causes of the most common health problems and how to sell them. He's been a physician and MD for 30 years, uh, four best best-selling books. Dr. Teitelbaum, welcome back.
1: Always a pleasure to be with you. You're, you're a lot more memorable than you give yourself credit for, David.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. So it has been a long time since we've talked. I, you know, I can't believe, Dr. Teitelbaum, that I, I'm going to guess it was probably late 90s. So, you know, we're looking at uh, 10, 12, 13 years ago.
1: And a whole lot has changed. I mean, we have, what we're learning is that all of these medical things that people think, oh, my God, I'm stuck with. Yeah. No, they're not. These things are so fluid. There's very little, I'm convinced these days, that can't be effectively treated and often cured. And it's been a remarkable 13 years in terms of what we have learned.
0: Now, you sent something to me that I want to start the show off with with you. You sent something to me in an email that blew my mind. You talked about the potential of actually presenting or preventing Alzheimer's.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, David, let me give you a, a clue with that. Half of people... Who are diagnosed with alzheimer's disease don't have it they have something else most often that's totally treatable and oh also uh, you want to you want to prevent it take a little bit of curcumin but a highly absorbed one in india they have one third to one quarter of the rate of alzheimer's we have in the united mm-hmm. states because they eat indian food with curry and turmeric um yeah. and most people with alzheimer's disease all you have to do is improve their mental function three to five percent and they go from not remembering their kids to being able to function just fine and it's really pretty easy to do.
0: Now what what are they what, what's really going on if if that many people are being misdiagnosed what 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 are the doctors missing?
1: Well, a lot of common things, nutritional deficiencies, especially B vitamin deficiencies and B12. They're missing Mm -hmm. hormonal deficiencies such as thyroid, testosterone, um, and even adrenal. They're missing hidden infections like silent bladder infections, very common in diabetics and others. And most importantly, if you take most 75-year-old people, they're on 8 to 12 medications. If you put us on those medications, we'd be arrested for driving while intoxicated. Right. It's just nuts. You get people off of the medications, most often ones they don't need, and all of a sudden they don't have Alzheimer's. They're fine.
0: Jesus. You know, uh, uh, earlier today, we had a gentleman on that was talking about a supplement that his 88-year-old mother started taking. Prior to taking it, she was angry, uh, combative, argumentative, um, mental acuity, you know, failing, and she got on one nutritional supplement, just, just one nutritional supplement, and everything turned around from her at 88.
1: And that's what you're talking about. I'll give you two. Uh, if you're going to get curcumin, it needs to be a highly absorbed one, and the one to take is called CuraMed. It's one capsule instead of eight or ten capsules. But people okay. have multiple nutritional deficiencies, David. So a good vitamin powder. Uh, I like the energy revitalization system, which replaces 35 pills with one drink. That's for everybody. Wow. simple things. Simple things will turn people around, whether they have Alzheimer's or whether they're just tired or in pain.
0: Yeah, yeah. What, and tell me about that. What, what was the name of that vitamin powder?
1: It's called the Energy Revitalization System. Uh, you can find it in any health food store at com. It's easy to find. That's what I take each morning with one scoop of ribose, and people find that their energy gets turbocharged. And, in fact, the study we just had published, 61% increase in energy, and pain decreased markedly as well. Wow. So very what's, simple, what's, simple things.
0: What's, yeah, what's what's in that that powder, Dr. Teitelbaum, that makes it so effective? I'm sure there's tons of things, but what are the main ingredients?
1: There's 50 key nutrients. That's all of the key vitamins, minerals, amino acids, uh, other nutrients besides calories that you should be getting from food, except for iron and essential fatty acids. It has most of what you need to be getting from the diet. So it's very complete, in one simple drink.
0: Yeah. Now, the title of your book is The Nine Root Causes of the Most Common Health Problems. What is, okay, so we're looking at is nutrition the number one root cause of our health problems? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: on one level, there's nutrition on a physical level and doing things we think we should do instead of things we really love to do on a psychospiritual level. And, you know, our diet, half our calories come from sugar, white flour, added fat that, have nothing but calories. Vitamins and minerals are gone. So we're seeing obesity with malnutrition and the same people for the first time in human history. So absolutely. And you don't have to be eating groats and stuff. Just add in some berries for breakfast and some bananas, things along those lines. You know, get some coconut water instead of soda to get your potassium. There's simple, simple things you can do. Chocolate is a health food. So we're talking about getting things you enjoy. Yes, pizza is okay. It's okay to get the things you love but we teach right. people how to do it in a way that they can get a healthy diet at the same time, and it's really easy.
0: Now, let's go back to this psycho-spiritual thing, because you know I love this stuff, Dr. Teitelbaum. Um, go go into a little bit more about how, when we're not doing what we love, how that could be one of the root causes of disease.
1: Yeah, it's, it's happiness deficiency. If you're going 100 miles an hour in the direction of doing things you hate, and your body keeps tugging at you with illnesses, saying, hey, slow down, we're going in the wrong direction. I don't have time to look at that. Your body will pull you over to the side of the road until you get your bearings. And I see it all the time. We treat people with chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, and other conditions. And and our studies show 91% of them will get better if we treat the physical components. But if I don't get them learning to follow their bliss, to follow their heart, the things that feel good to them, instead of what they think they should do to get approval... They're going to blow a fuse again, and they'll have an auto accident. Something else will take them out of the game. So yeah. on a physical level, it's not hard to get people better where they have chronic pain, uh, heart disease, easy to treat. But you've got to also start using that health to do things you love.
0: So what if someone – What if, I mean, now this is very rare, ladies and gentlemen, that we, and, and I know that there's more and more MDs out there that and, – and Dr. Teitelbaum has been talking about this for a very long time, so he's not new to this. But there's more and more MDs that are starting to come around to this whole thing about doing what you love and finding your bliss, but there are not that many. There surely isn't enough. How is it that you would work with a patient – and you said to them, you know, I, I really think part of the issue of these health issues could be the fact that you're not doing what you love. What is your response, Dr. Teitelbaum? Because I know this happens with my clients when they say, I don't even know what I love anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I tell them that they have two choices. They can either get a frontal lobotomy or they can get drunk <laughs> as a skunk. I tell them to take door number two. Turn the brain <laughs> off however they need to do it for a couple of days. And I'm not <laughs> saying go on a three-day binger. But just take your time to, to daydream. And what you do is you picture different things and you see how they feel. And if it doesn't feel like much, it doesn't feel good, let it go. Just keep daydreaming. And suddenly you're going to find yourself daydreaming about something where you have a smile on your face. And you go, okay, what's that? And you write that down. Mm -hmm. And you start looking at those things. And that's how you you start to get a sense of what you like. Because what you liked 20 years ago, you may go back to those. some of those you still like, but a lot of those you've outgrown. So just daydream and see what feels good. And then... Once you see what feels good, that's your psyche's way of saying yes.
0: Yeah, I so like love it. After
1: you have to that follow that.
0: I love that. I love it. Dr. Teitelbaum, hang in there with us. We're going to go to a quick break. We're talking with Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum, author of the book, Real Cause, Real Cure – and if you want more information on his work, go to endfatigue.com, f a t We'll come back and talk about what are the cures that we could look at regarding sleep. He mentioned fibromyalgia, chronic pain. What can we do regarding those things? There's so much more that we're going to find out from Dr. Jacob title bomb. Do not leave. Hang in there. Let your friends know, too, that we've got the expert on to tell you what you can do to start to heal your life now. You're listening to David Essel Live positive talk radio broadcasting across the USA, across the world as well. XM Satellite Radio 168 and streaming online at talkdavid.com. I'm David Essel. Stay right there. Vessel Alive, every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Glad that you're on board as we look at ways to become healthier, happier, more alive in every area of our lives. We're talking right now with my guest, Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum, the author of his newest book, Real Cause, Real Cure, the nine root causes of the most common health problems and how to solve them. Dr. Teitelbaum, let's talk sleep issues, sleep challenges, solutions for those...
1: Absolutely, because the average night's sleep in the United States till 130 years ago was nine hours a night average, and then suddenly what happened was light bulbs, and then computers, (laughs) radios, TVs, all these other things, Facebook, we're down to about just over six and a half hours sleep a night on average, and that's a 30% pay cut. That means more pain, an average six-pound weight gain, fatigue, immune problems, premature aging, and a host of problems like that. So... Number one, make time for sleep by getting rid of the things you don't enjoy. School committees, other committee meetings that they come home from going, like, why did I just put myself through that? (laughs) Right. If it's not doing something really, really useful, resign. Drop it. (sighs) Um, Watching the evening news used to be the the mantra for the advertising execs was sex sells. Now it's fear sells. And, you know, they're just trying to scare the Jesus out of us. And when you're watching the news, any of the network news, is, when it gets to the point that it no longer feels good, which is usually about five to seven minutes, do this type <laughs> Reach to the side, pause center, grab the remote control, point it at the TV, and click off. And take that extra time and get your beauty sleep. You'll feel better for it. Now, have trouble sleeping? There's herbal mixes. Very easy. My favorite is a mix of six herbs called the Revitalizing Sleep Formula. Leave most people sleeping like a puppy. You've got acid Mm -hmm. reflux at nighttime, half a teaspoon of Arm & Hammer baking soda and four ounces of water, five milligrams of melatonin, and a little pillow wedge. And your acid reflux at nighttime won't be keeping you up anymore. So easy, easy, easy things can get Mm -hmm. you sleeping like a baby.
0: Right. So when we look at the use of different supplements for sleep, are there certain ones that are are talked about as being like the end-all, but they're really not that effective? And then are there other ones that we need to be looking at? Like you mentioned melatonin. Are there other ones, Dr. Teitelbaum, that really, truly do live up to the claim through studies, et cetera?
1: Yep. Things like theanine uh, Mm. would be wonderful. Valerian has been well-studied. Um, But the mix is valerian, passionflower, wild lettuce, Jamaican dogwood, hops, just like in beer, um, and theanine. And that six herb mix leaves people sleeping well all night without being hungover the next day. They can take it when they want it, leave it off when they want it. It's just really easy. There's many, many things you can do. Other natural things, if you're wide awake at bedtime, you're tired all day and your head hits a pillow, and it's like it's morning when it's done at night, Use all phosphatidylserine and ashwagandha. Sleep tonight is a simple mix, and that balances your adrenal. So, poof, you go to sleep. Yeah. Wake up two nice. in the morning uh, each night, take a one ounce protein snack, a hard boiled egg, handful of nuts. Many of you are dropping your blood sugar at night. You do that, many of you will find you'll sleep through the night.
0: And you know what, that, that, that just reminds me of something, doctor, is that I have heard in the past that, that when a lot of people getting close to bedtime, they want to have something sweet. So they have some you know, cookies or whatever it might be. And I remember someone telling me a while ago that there's actually a rebound effect from sugar that it might help some people f- put, put them to sleep. It might help them feel calm. But three to four hours later, it will rebound and bounce them awake. Is that true?
1: Absolutely, because it drops their blood sugar so here 's a simple thing because you know if we're talking about treating disease and prevention and common things, um, you know even looking at things like heart disease, so there's a trade off uh, If you want a way to prevent heart disease is twenty five times more effective than cholesterol medications, eat a little bit of chocolate so mm. and it just takes a, a a little square of chocolate each night prevents heart disease. so, if you want a snack at night. Get something like that, but then add some protein to it, because otherwise you're going to shoot your sugar up and then crash it in the middle of the night and you're going to wake up wide awake. But if you, okay. add, if you have the, add the protein to it, that will keep it stable,
0: your sugar stable. I love that. I love that. You know, we got a caller that was asking about the energy revitalization drink, and the name of that is Energy Revitalization System. Is that the correct yes. name?
1: Yep. They, okay. People can go to com and they'll find it there. Like I say, any health food store
0: is going to have it. Right. So for all of our listeners that were calling wondering what was the name of the drink that Dr. Teitelbaum talked about to take first thing in the morning, it's the Energy Revitalization System, the Energy Revitalization System at health food stores or at endfatigue.com. Dr. Teitelbaum, it was great to have you back. And I want to get you back because I want to do more stories about all these other different conditions that we didn't have time for today. If you're game, we want you back on.
1: Dave, I'd love to be home with you. Happy to do it. Good. Let's well, talk about heart well, disease, too, because that's easy to prevent and
0: treat. Yeah, I would love that. It was great reconnecting with you, Dr. Teitelbaum. Have a great day. Okay, you too. The uh, The website is endfatigue.com. Dr. Jacob Teitelbaum, the website, endfatigue.com. The name of the book, Real Cause, Real Cure. Uh, just a rocking guy. He's just He is just awesome. You're tuned in to David Essel Live, one 800 548-8255. 548 uh, 8255 This week in the news, we've had so much information about individuals like Whitney Houston's daughter. It was all over the place. Dating her adopted brother. Do you remember that? I mean, I saw it in about 12 different websites that kept coming up all week. We got uh, one of our listeners has a similar situation, and needs help. I'm David Essel. Stay there. Every Saturday... 6 to 9 Eastern and 3 to 6 Pacific. You can tune right in right now. Positive Talk Radio. David Essel alive. We are broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. 1-800-548-8255. Helping you to make the best decisions in life, the best choices to move to the place that you'd really like to be. You know, one of the many things that we offer on this show for free is our David S Live VIP Texting Club. We would love to have you join it. Right away, you're going to get the Three Keys to Manifestation Audio. It's a goal achievement audio program. You'll get it sent right to your phone. And then every Saturday, you'll get another free gift. So this is what we do. It's simple. Just type in 69302. Type in the number 69302. That is 69302. And then for the message, just type the word talk David, T-A-L-K David. Just type where it says message, talk David, and then hit send. And every Saturday, you'll receive an updated motivational gift. So let me go through it again. Join the VIP texting club. And also, you can listen through your phone to the show. Once you join the club, it automatically rocks. Type in 69302. We got a a, a message, a text in, saying that someone was listening to us from the show who's a member of the texting club. So that's so cool. So type in the number 69302. Then the message Talk David, then hit send. Be a part of us all over the place, right? So, okay, I was mentioning, and I had no idea that we'd be talking about this tonight. Over the week, I'm seeing all of these, these websites talking about Whitney Houston's daughter who's admitted she was dating her adopted brother. And I thought, wow, that's really amazing that this this young woman comes out and talks about this uh, you know, with everything else that's going on in her life. And then, and this is what we got today. Uh, I Last week, Whitney Houston's daughter admitted she was dating her adopted brother. I'm in a similar situation. My stepbrother and I are very in love. We've been hiding this for two years. Uh, we have no genetic link, so it's cool. I'm 36. He's 40 we've avoided it for 10 years, then the feelings were too strong. Should we come out and tell our family? If we do, how do we do it? What if they freak out and have your listeners any experience with something as bizarre as this? That is different. It's not the first time that we've heard this on this program, but it's different. What would you recommend for this woman to do? one 800 548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. What would you recommend for this woman to do? Should, should they or should she tell the family that, you know, my stepbrother and I are in love and we're dating? Uh, how would you do this? Would you tell her to do it via an email, via phone, in person? Would you would – you, do you think they should just keep it quiet because – her feeling is, as she went on to write later on in the email, she said, I, I'm, I can almost guarantee you my family will freak out. You know, do you keep it quiet? Do you not share it? Do you just try to keep it in the closet? Have you ever been in a similar situation where, you know, you're looking, you're going, okay, this, this, this is my stepbrother, my stepsister, but they came from two totally different sets of, of, uh, of moms and dads, and now we're living in the same house, and I have this incredible attraction what would you do if you were in that circumstance? If you were in her shoes, they've been hiding it for two years, would you come out and talk to the family about it? Because you can imagine how how hard that would be, right? How weird it would feel, how strange it would feel to, to say that. 1-800-548-8255. one 548 8255 Or would you keep it quiet? Would you say, you know what? It's not worth the potential insanity that it could cause. But on the other hand, you go, wait a second. You know, we're in love. There's nothing wrong with this. There's no genetic link. It just happens, right? It, this is just what happens with love. There's no control over something like this. So do we just come forward then free of guilt and shame? Because you can tell in her writing that she's filled with fear guilt and shame that maybe they're doing the wrong thing as she went on later to to write about it but there is no shame guilt or fear or fear there could be there's no shame or guilt because it's what it is what would you do if you were in her situation what would you recommend that she do and the other thing is isn't it true that maybe the rest of the family will go well we've known it you can't hide something like that you, you thought you were hiding it from us? Oh, please, come on. We've known that you've been dating now. We know that you guys were highly attracted to each other. What would you tell this young woman to do? 1-800-548-8255. 1-800-548-8255. Very unique. This is not a situation that happens all the time. But you know what? It happens a hell of a lot more than we think it does. I can tell you, working in the world as a life coach for the past 22 years, these kind of things happen a lot more than get the press. But what brought this out of the closet, I will say, is Whitney Houston's daughter admitting that she is dating her adopted brother. Now, all of a sudden, we're going to probably—I mean, our show alone will probably start getting more uh, calls, questions about how to deal with these type of things, because that's what it takes often, is a celebrity— an actor, a movie star, a pro athlete to come out with this type of a situation, and then all of a sudden other people go, oh, my Lord, I'm not alone, right? one eight hundred five four eight eight two five five. What would you do if you're in her situation? Would you tell the family? Would you do it in an email to see what their response is going to be? Like kind of play it safe, right? Send an email going, listen, we want to talk to you this in person, but we don't want to drop this bomb on you. And have you potentially freak out, so this is what's going on, and we'd like to call you on the phone and talk to you together. Would you recommend that? Would you recommend face-to-face just going, you know, let's man up and just go talk to him about it? If you were in her situation, what might you do? You've fallen in love with a stepbrother. There's no genetic link. There's nothing wrong with it. And yet she's feeling handcuffed. She feels uh, filled with shame and guilt. Would you keep it quiet? Would you open up? Do you know that the biggest problem with keeping something like this under the wraps is the two people that are hiding it are suffering immensely? When you have to live a life that is not honest, that is not true, it's like if you're gay and you're still in the closet and you haven't told anyone, maybe you have one friend, I mean, there's so much emotional, psychological damage that's being done right now with any person who's gay that's staying in the cloud. I'm not saying come out and tell the world. I'm saying, but you got to have a plan. Like, you cannot submerge the emotions. You cannot submerge the fear that goes along with these type of decisions or non-decisions and expect them to not be tearing you apart mentally, emotionally, and physically. It absolutely happens. So many times, people that are filled with shame and guilt, even when they, quote-unquote, don't have to be filled with shame and guilt, turn to addictions. They turn to food, nicotine, alcohol. They turn to lying. They turn to all kinds of addictions in order to submerge the pain. But I'm going to tell you, like, right away, when I got this email, you may agree or disagree with me, I'm going to share this. I'm going to say you've got to come out, and I would recommend highly. To first come out, if you're in a situation like this and you're struggling and you're not sure what direction to take, first of all, I think it's great that she sent this email in, that we could help. Number one, I would compose an email with your boyfriend, quote-unquote stepbrother, about the fact that you guys are together. And I would share it with whoever the head of the family is, if it's just a mom, if it's just a dad, if it's a mom or a dad. And I would start the line of communication like that. Personally, I'm not one that would walk into a Thanksgiving dinner and say, hey, mom, can I talk to you? Oh, by the way, my stepbrother and I have been dating for two years. You know, I don't think that's really cool. However, I do think to live an honest life, a congruent life, a life with integrity, that we've got to be willing to take the fallout to live honestly. It's just, you know, when I've worked with um, gay clients before that were trying to figure out if they should come out of the closet and tell their families or not, you know, at some point, point as and, and a lot of them would take six months or a year of getting their head together of how they're going to say it, when they're going to say it, what they're going to say. And in that process of time of deciding to come forward, they started to heal. Like they hadn't even done anything yet, right? But the, the shame and the guilt and the fear was starting to lift. You know why? Because they were taking a step forward. It's almost like it doesn't matter if it, let, let's say if it's an addiction, it's all the same thing. Let's say you've been hiding an addiction. I worked with a woman once that had an addiction with prescription pills for 20 years. You know, her husband didn't know about it. Uh, you know, he would come home at night, he would have a couple of drinks and she would pop a couple of Xanax and bingo. They're on the same level, right? But then she started using more just like all addicts do. And she said, I know if I tell him, he'll divorce me. So the shame and the fear and the guilt actually ramped up her addiction. But as she started to work on being open, being honest— Crafting a letter to share with him about the struggles that she had, she started to feel better. And I'm going to highly recommend to this couple, this woman that wrote to us who's uh, in a similar situation in a way to Whitney Houston's daughter who's dating her adopted brother, that, um, that come clean at the time that feels right to you. But start doing the work right now. Submerged emotions create nothing but hell. If you're, if you're in huge debt and your partner doesn't know, if you're a sex addict and your partner doesn't know, if you're an alcoholic, food addict, closet food addict, whatever it is that you're submerging is creating more hell in your life than you know, it's best to slowly prepare to be honest, come out, get clean, and whatever repercussions you have to take, take them so that you can move on in life. Right after these messages, we're going to continue with more of your emails. You're tuned in to America's positive radio talk show every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Email us at any time during the show at talkdavid.com. Join us at Facebook, David Essel Live on Facebook, LinkedIn, David Essel, Twitter, David Essel, (laughs) and call us 1-800-548-8255. I'm David Essel. Stay there.
1: You gotta know. I like my beats fast and my
0: bass down. I like my beats fast in my base down low. Ah, uh, yeah. It's Saturday. It's David Essel in the box. Six to nine Eastern, three to six Pacific. One 800 four eight talk -talk. 1-800-548-TALK a listener wrote in what is the number one cause in your opinion of the breakdown of marriages I can tell you this I can tell you this do you know the number one breakdown for marriages is the desire the desire to be right the desire to continue to argue the desire to continue to do passive aggressive behavior when you're pissed off at your partner the number one cause a breakdown in marriages or relationships in general even though they asked about marriages and relationships in general is that desire to be right it's incredible because let me tell you something there's two ways that we manifest the desire to be right number one is we're we're the arguer you know we are the one that's very proficient at, uh, at speaking our point over and over again, we might have different angles of the point to prove we're right. We might pull up statistics. We might do what's called case building, where we, we go to the past and we bring up four examples to prove that you're always late and you always create chaos and drama, right? So that's the first way that you do it. It's the obvious way of wanting to be right. The second not-so-obvious way of wanting to be right is the passive-aggressive partner. And that is, is that they might go, oh, okay, okay, okay. No, I totally see your point. And then later on behind your back, they could be talking to their family, their friends about what an idiot you are. This is the passive aggressive person. Or they could normally do certain things for you that they start forgetting to do. They might go shopping and they know that your favorite peanut butter is X and they pick up the other one. And then, and then when they come back, you go, oh, you know how much I love peanut butter X. And they go, oh, you know, I, I was going to grab that one. This one was on sale even if it wasn't on sale, right? So they want to be right too, but they just do it in trickier ways. Bottom line is, is that the breakup of relationships, the demise, the dysfunction of relationships, the number one reason is often caused by our willing and desire to be right regardless. And so what's the answer? The answer is we've got to let go of that small ego. The answer is we've got to let go and allow our partner to be right and to be okay with it, even if they're wrong. Isn't that mind-blowing? It's like, is it that simple? Yeah, David. Yeah, it's that simple. (laughs) 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. This is another question that just came in about a woman who's craving to see her boyfriend. Uh, The relationship has been done for 30 days. Um, He was not a good match for her at all. So why do I physically, mentally, and emotionally crave him? And I'm going to tell you the answer to this, and the answer is called addiction. We become codependently addicted in multiple ways to relationships that aren't healthy for us, and through that addiction we have withdrawal. Now, listen to this, because this is really important. There is a chemical that's released in the brain when you have sex called oxytocin. It's a bonding chemical. Men and women secrete it. Both, in, both sexes secrete it. Women, more often than not, secrete a lot more of it. So you're, even if you're in a crappy relationship, whenever you have sex, that releases, right? Let's say you get a text. The text, it releases. The message, it releases. The email, it releases, then all of a sudden, those emails, texts, and phone calls are gone. And so for the first couple of days, you're filled with pain, and the pain is great enough to not notice the withdrawal of the oxytocin amongst other factors. And then as a couple of days go by, and the, the immense pain starts to go away, and a week goes by, all of a sudden you start craving, and you start justifying and rationalizing. And you say, you know what, maybe maybe I was making some of that stuff up, or maybe I'm too sensitive, or maybe this or maybe that. And the craving starts to get pretty intense because the oxytocin is withdrawing. That chemical is being withdrawn from the brain. And all it takes is a text of saying, hey, do you think we can get together for coffee? Or, you know, I'd really like to come over and sleep with you tonight or whatever it is. And we can spiral back into the relationship only to break up again and wonder what the hell are we doing right but it's bottom line is it's it's the addiction it's the process of addiction you know a lot of people it goes a step further and then we see the manifestation of codependency addiction which is the fear of rejection the craving of acceptance and so let's say that that's part of our life. You know, we just, we hate to be alone. The purpose of life, we justify it. And we say the purpose of life is love and you can't really be in love by yourself. So I need to have a partner. And even though it isn't a good relationship, it's better than nothing. Wow. So you stay in unhealthy relationships or you end one, but you got to get in another one pretty damn quickly, right? Because that codependent part of you is saying, I am not enough on my own. This is intense stuff, but we're going through withdrawal. My advice, hang in there. Work with a counselor, a coach, a therapist, a minister, and prolong the time away so you can start to spend time on yourself healing. I want to take um, just a, a minute, and then I'm going to tell you about a special that we have here, absolutely a free special. But I want to thank everyone that worked so hard during the week, during the show, to make this show rock. Nathan Staten, uh, running the show is the engineer in Studio E in Los Angeles. Thank you so much, Nathan. Will Wilkerson, who you heard earlier today talking about his success with his weight loss as our segment producer, Will. Thanks a ton for all of your effort. Uh, April O'Leary, the guest producer, absolutely this chick rocks during the week. Oh, my Lord. She gets us the best people. Uh, love you girl Deborah Grobman, brand manager, setting up all of our business part of the business Deborah, thank you uh Vivian Vivi, who runs the the uh the oh my all the stuff during the show, Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn, and Lord knows what else she does. Vivi, thank you a ton for all of your help. And David S.O. Live can be heard around the world online. Our online streaming is powered by Error FM Live at errorfm.com. It takes a village to run this boy show. <laughs> Thank God people don't depend on me to do it all because we would be in a herd of trouble. Um, look, at, as we continue to say, one of the purposes of this program is to give you information to help you radically change your life and we've just come out with a huge gift for you it's our brand new book we are giving one million copies away The the title of the book is the power of focus how to exceed your own expectations in life yep a million copies after the million copies are given go to talkdavid.com to get your copy but after a million copies are doled out, then it's going to be 1995. But this book, I mean, it's 30 years in the making. It's, it's thoughts and ideas and concepts and action steps that I've received from some of the most amazing people we've interviewed in 21 years on radio. The, 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 the failures I've made in trying certain goal achievement systems, the successes I've seen with myself and my clients with other goal achievement systems, we've put it all together in the book, The Power of Focus. So get your free book. Book, the power of focus at talkdavid.com let all your friends know it's there for them as well talkdavid.com and in a year from this december december third uh, december in 2013 we're going to give away a ten thousand dollar coaching package for free the contest is in the book be strong be powerful be bold i'll see you next week i'm david essel rock on